Welcome to the Latte and Foam podcast, hosted by Kayla and Yana, owners of Lovely Ink Otome Games, helping you to fall in love your way. To support our vision for a more interactive and customizable experience with Otome Games, check out our Ko-Fi account at www.ko-fi.com slash lovelyink underscore Otome. That's ko-fi.com slash L-O-V-E-L-Y I-N-C underscore O-T-O-M-E ko-fi.com forward slash lovelyink underscore Otome. This podcast was originally recorded in video format on YouTube. Visit youtube.com forward slash at Latte and Foam or check the show notes for a direct link to get the video experience. Enjoy the show! Hey guys, this is the third installment of the Gods of Wishes and Boy Rink that we were doing. We finished up now. Carno, um, Tio, I go, Lou, and now we're finishing up the last two gods that are on, and you're getting our comments. Point for point hits, so yes. Yeah. Welcome to the finale. Yeah, so thank you. Welcome back to the Latte and Foam Pod. We're just going to jump right in with yeah. the next in line, which is the kind of canon character of the first prologue set of guys, and that is Leon. He is the god of Leo from the original cast, and Yana is going to be explaining this one, so take it away. Yes, okay, so in this one, just to recap the prologue, basically what happens is that the gods are coming, you're at this, like, that, like this little event for your job, you're about to fall off a roof because you're saving a kid, and you think of one god to save you, and you think of Leon. Leon saves you, and like, immediately cocky, he's like, you serve me now. I, everybody's like, what a poor choice, dude. Yeah. Bad option. <laughs> like, wow, bad. And she's like... Oh, but other gosh. people are like, well, he is the king. Like, almost the king status. Like, yeah. I guess. So then she's like, I'm going to make a poor choice. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like she can't win, though. <laughs> okay, so then he's like, we're getting out of here because I hate being around humans. And they leave all of the other gods there. And they go back to the mansion, like, pretty instantaneously. Oh, wait, no, actually before that. Because um, Tio stopped time. And... Uh, basically, this is kind of a discrepancy starts because later they can't. And they don't explain how he could just use them right then and there, but it just stopped all of a sudden. Yeah, because he wasn't touching her. It only makes sense in his own route where he, like, catches her. Yeah, so anyway, um, they go back to the mansion, and she's like, all right, cool. I don't want to be here, so I got to get up out of here. And immediately, like, he's like, just like, well, you, I just saved your life. You owe me, so, like, you can't go anywhere. And so... He doesn't know why this and like how this is gonna go away because the king gave him no details. So he's like, let's see if I just like make this reincarnated goddess happy or like feel like the pleasure. But she doesn't know that's coming. So she's like, yeah, like get the hell out of my face. And he's like, nope. And then he starts popping off her buttons, but not like physically. Like he's oh, loosening up my buttons, baby. And she's like, what's going on? Like I'm not doing this. And like. He touches her and she feels like he does, she doesn't like it and like she's like, Ew, like don't touch me but like for whatever reason she can't explain why she feels like immense pleasure from it. She's like Yeah, it's like she like logically doesn't want to like it, but then like her body's like liking it still. Yeah. And also Leon is just kind of like, this is like what I do. Like yeah. this is like my value to women is to do this. So, <laughs> so here I am. Like I'm just like I'm a jig alone. So she's like, no, but she's trying to stop the moan from coming. I didn't like that she like he's doing it, but when he once it happens, he stops and he's like, "I guess fulfilling wishes ain't gonna cut it." 
Yeah, he realizes immediately that that wasn't the key, so he's like, all right. But he does like the reaction he has. Like, he gets, like, a sick pleasure out of it. He's like, I kind of like how they react on Yeah, you. like, that was new. Like, usually women just fall at my feet, and you didn't. And then, like, as she's doing this, she's like, okay, like, I gotta get the hell up out of here. So, like, the mark's not fading, so she's like, I'm gonna run. And she, like, dips. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna run. And, and like, dun, dun. as she gets to the foyer, like, I think the other guy, the other guys kind of burst in, and they're like, oh, jeez, don't leave us. What the hell? And, like, Liam, oh, no, no, Liam's like, did you think you can outrun a god? And honestly, I kind of feel that for her. Like, I feel that for him, because he's like, you're kind of dumb. Like, you don't know if she got lost. She's like, I don't know how to, like, leave this uh, matrix of a house. He's like, did you think you can outrun a god? And she was like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I believed in myself. <laughs> so then he starts like popping off buttons again, and I don't think it's more in like the like sexual way. I think he does it because he thinks it's funny. Like you're gonna freak out, so it's funny. And yeah, then, like, I want to say like some people. I saw someone online had said that it was like a trigger warning for them, like just his power in general, and like that these couple beginning scenes because they felt yeah. like it was really unconsensual. Um, but I just feel like you have to know what you're getting into with it. So, like, if that doesn't sound like something that you would want to see happen to, like, your self-insert, then definitely don't play his. But I feel like the way they did it makes sense, and it didn't feel... It didn't feel rapey to me, even though it technically was, just because of his mindset in the heavens and, like, how things work for him as a god. And then he just had to get adjusted, like, with the human yeah. world. And so then he snaps his fingers, and he's like, but nothing can happen. Like, nothing happened. So he's like, what? And so then the end... The chapter and then he, they go to the living room because he's like you're coming with me and like she does threaten to call the cops and leon's like and do what i'll arrest these gods no one's gonna believe you so anyway the other guys come in and he constantly shoots her <laughs> it's kind of funny so funny he's like dumb because she comes up with like hairbrain schemes <laughs> and he's like you're literally a little tiny goldfish like top. you're not doing it so then the other gods come through and what they like okay she just left her job so the gods are left to their own devices they can still fly, so they get back to the, like, mansion and stuff. And, like, they all realize that they also can't use their power. They can only fly. Mm. And Leon's, like, at, at realizes this. And so then, before they, like, discover how to use said powers, she's like, okay. They start insulting her, like, humans are like goldfish. Because she's like, stop calling you that. And he's like, you're basically, like, goldfish to us. Like, that's it. And she's like, cool. Like, if you don't like me, let me go. And so Hugh steps in is like, guys like you're gotta calm down like let me explain to her like what's good and i'll say this if somebody said that, like you're the reincarnated goddess i would have been like rape like, <laughs> I'm like don't do this anyway so hugh doesn't explain it to her and she's like i don't you don't actually have proof of that like this is what i like about it. her actually questions more like none of that makes sense so no yeah and so um they basically or leon basically blackmails her though he's like i just saved your life you would have been squashed dead if you don't help me like i'll like reverse all of it and she's like damn you got a point and so and she's like okay i'll help you like just let me go home though like i don't want to stay here and like we don't want you to stay here either like get out <laughs> and like tio's the only one that's like kind of nice to her because he's she's a girl and he thinks she's cute so he's like Hey, goddess, can you, um, or he calls her Goldie. Yeah. Hey, Goldie, can you, um, buy us clothes? And he was actually really smart for this. Like, I guess they could snap up, but he's like, buy us clothes, which I would say that this implies that she buys some such ugly-ass outfit. Like, <laughs> so crazy. I feel like it makes him kind of dumb, because he's, and also just, like, putting the MC out again and making her do the work when they could have just snapped. Like, they, but I don't think they fully know what's going on, so, like, this makes sense, and then he's like, um, she's like, if I can leave, like, I'll get you the clothes. Like, it's no, bro- it's no big problem. 
no big deal. And so then he's like, cool. And Leon's like, why would we get close? And she's he Tio makes a good point, and it's just Hugh is like, well, you don't know when I have to go out to the earth to like make wishes. And he's like, I simply won't do that. Yeah, Leon is like, oh, really? Not me. Not me. Well, I'm not a plebe. Nah. <laughs> like, okay. you know, me. And so then, um, basically, they explain all of their roles, and then the door thing comes up, and he's like, um, like this is what connects, but like you can't go through it. We'll just like we can though. And I would be like, okay, I don't want to though, so good. And so she's like, okay, as long as I can go home, like we're good. And she's kind of fascinated, which I like that she's curious because she's like, and again, some of the other route, she's like, takes it. She's like, yeah, yeah. she just takes it up face. Whereas in Leon's route, she is more interested in the lore of the gods compared to the others, which yeah. I really, really liked. So they explain their roles, and then basically, like, Leon doesn't help her get home, the other god, they think Icathus and Teo do, and he goes off into this like pocket of darkness. And they're like, nobody goes in there. And they go, this is a stupid thing. You're killing the like. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my Charlie. God. They they go into this like little hiding hole, and they're like, you're in Charlie's bad space. You don't want to be in Charlie's bad space. That's a very dark place to be. <laughs> it's like this crawl space in the roof. Anyway, so basically. Um, she goes to work the next day and she's like, maybe it's like a dream. Maybe that just didn't happen. And that's how I would react. That didn't happen. I'm just tripping. And he always like, oh my god, like you why didn't you tell me you were seeing off with your boyfriend? And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, oh, the other girls said that you guys were dating. And I like that they're messy as shit. Yeah. You know Tio and Nick at this were like, that's her boyfriend. Yeah, they like set the whole thing up, you already know. And then Scorpio did not acknowledge any of the humans, but you know Hugh's sadistic and was like, yeah. That's man. <laughs> also, I do just want to note, like, I know we said it was the first prologue, but in case anyone's getting whiplash, because the past three routes we talked about, like, she wasn't allowed to go to Earth and it was all this stuff. That's just, like, not how it is in the first prologue, yeah. in case you don't know. Like, she's literally just going to be erasing their marks of sin. Yeah. No one's after her. It's more leisurely. Yeah, the Dark King is, like, not a thing as of yet. The gods also say, like, that's her boyfriend, and that's, like, basically she's going to be a slave. Like, that's how it comes off to viewers. She's like... They're so funny. It's like they're not funny. I know. He always kind of arrogant sometimes because they'll say like the most off the wall stuff and she's like, they're funny. <laughs> and so then she's like, I'm just going to drop off the clothes and like call it a day. And so then she walks in and they, she walks into basically an orgy. And this so scene took insane. me so aback because I remember whenever I replayed it because I replayed Leon like I think two or three times. I really liked Leon's route yeah. um, as you can tell by being ranked so high. We both did. But I always forget about this scene and it gives me the craziest whiplash. It's just him and Teal barebacking like two girls together in the living room. Like, could you no, imagine? Not like anyone else. <laughs> could you imagine? And they like talk shit to her because they're like, oh, you're a peeping Tom. I wanted to see what you're going to do. I, you asked me to bring your clothes and it wasn't going to do like, hey, ladies. <laughs> and why Teal can't keep his clothes on is beyond me. Keep your clothes on. It's ridiculous. And the fact that Teal acts like he doesn't get bitches like he has to try Shut you were barebacking one right next to the god and these women are basically like drunk in lust so like leon's basically opens up about his um skepticism and stuff but teo spills the tea and this is why i like teo more as a side character than a main he's a messy bitch like i'm gonna tell the tea regardless like i'm gonna snitch so he says like oh do you want to know what leon's um sin is he defiled a goddess yeah. And her naive mind was like, hey, they had sex? Like, they know they have sex all the time in the heavens. Stop. Yeah, the way, like, it, like, came across, though, was, like, as though he, like, raped a goddess. And, like, that's why he got sent down. But, and, like, it's kind of like, oh, well, that adds up. But that's not what it was. Oh, that didn't come off to me. I felt like it was basically, like, 
he defiled her in a way that like was impure, like in a public setting or like they, I don't know. To me, oh, her I think like I got unconsensual for oh, some reason. Oh, in my what I got was that basically like they're supposed to not do like God is sort of held to a higher standard, like her level, and, and he like she, laid her out in front of people. Yeah, then basically was like we're not together. Bye. Like that's like what I got. Oh, okay, I just didn't get that from defiled. Not that you're incorrect. That's maybe I'm just naive, you know. Because he seems, like, disgusted by the fact that they would say he did that. Because, like, he that isn't actually what he did by his account. Um, so he's, like, the, for them to say that is so wrong, this is what actually happened. So that's why I, I thought it must have been something worse. But they don't actually say what it is that, that they mean by that. Yeah, I feel like some shit was exaggerated. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so then um, she's, like, that's kind of... Like, she does it, it's believable and stuff. And then she's, like, well, he's, like, there is no... The, Emotions are fickle and like love's not really a thing. It's like lust and that's it. And she's like, no, love is a thing. So yeah. He's like, you're. She's like, you're wrong on that. Sorry, bud. <laughs> and she's like, no, not at all. And then the chapter ends and they go into the next chapter. And she's like, listen here, bitch. I'm telling you right now, it's real. And he's like, it's not though. He's like, it's like, literally an illusion. An example. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, challenges him, right? Yeah. And then um, basically she challenges him. And he's like you're not giving meaning to, like you're saying it's such a good thing but like it's an illusion and you can't even prove it she's like that might be true but it is she's like you just have to experience it and i'm gonna show you what it is and then basically like tia's like he can use oh this is what i'm saying the inconsistency as long as she's in the room she can use her powers because they pause time those other people those other girls aren't saying anything because he paused time but he's not touching her yeah whereas in like other routes they explicitly say that they need to touch so it's like very confusing so then liam's like you know what this is lame like i made a bet that you would be a peeping tom so like i got i won because he said that like i won to you so like i don't know what they bet though yeah it's just like an offhanded like thing and then he's like, I'm only speaking to you because I have to. Like, I don't, if I didn't have to talk to your ass, I absolutely wouldn't. And I love that she gets so offended because she's like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'm here because you made me be here. Yeah. Why are you treating me like shit? Yeah, she starts to go toe to toe with him. Like, at first, like, he bests her a few times of like her little harebrained schemes, but then she starts getting a mouth on her. And then, <laughs> and so then he's like, Yeah, like, love is an illusion. And I actually really love that she just says, Wow, that's sad. Like, you're sad. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what? what? Did you say? And I, this is what, like, again, Hughes is obviously like how we ranked him, or whatever. But with Leon, their banter and their toe to toe is makes so their dynamic so perfect to me because yeah, she minces no words with this man. Like she's like, I'm buckling my boots, and she's just like, you suck. Like, yeah, like to me, it really like inspired me when I was writing Minori's route because like it comes up as a character that you wouldn't like. And that you're just like morally this guy is like effed like there's nothing redeemable about him yeah and then like the clash and then the change in the development of coming around to like what the t is like i love that about leon's route yeah i really do so like he's like what did you say to me and she's like you basically don't trust anybody to be honest with you so like you don't really understand the feeling of love but she is like correct and so she's like which is fair but like you clearly like don't know him like so to just like say that shit to him you know we're chapter three but it's yeah i like that she says it and he's like since you know so much since you got your degree and you know, you know everything, everything like show me and then she's like i mean i can't but like i'm determined to show you examples of love like i'll take that challenge yeah and like um he's like okay cool you know how you do that be my handmaiden and i don't know how those would correlate but he's like you have to work for me now and she's like 
Okay. Yeah, that was the weird part about it. Is it's like, how does that? How do you make the rules then? If I'm supposed to be showing you. Yeah. The, like what love is like, you don't get to pick how that's done because yeah, <laughs> like, you don't know anything about it clearly. <laughs> so then he's like, I'll summon you when it's time, and she's like, okay, like whatever. So then she's like back, and all of a sudden there's a ringing in her head, and she's like, oh god, he's summoning me. So it's like, um, she he goes to her, she goes into his room, and I just want to say, hate his room. It's so bugly. I feel like it could be worse. I do like that he has a little spa on it, but the color scheme that they chose was just piss poor. It was bad. So then, anyway, she goes in there, and he, like, has the clothes, like, laid out. And he's like, how do you found his clothes? And she jumps to a conclusion that makes sense, but she's just like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? How do you, you're literally wearing clothes. And he's like, just show me. So she's like, I draw the line at the pants. Like, you have to put them on. He's like... When did I tell you to put on my pants? I just wanted to know the mechanics. Like, what dirty thoughts are you thinking about? And I know he does it to rile her up. Yeah, he's definitely doing it to rile her up. Because no other god has any trouble putting clothes on. Like, they it's don't. never an issue. He could literally snap and have them on. He doesn't need to know the mechanics anyways. Like, yeah. he does it because he wants to, like, just get under her skin. Yeah, so it's, like, kind of funny. Because, like, she immediately is like, I ain't putting your pants on. Yeah. He's like, did I ask you to? She's like, well, kind of. She's like, like, well, how else do I do that? How else do I yeah. show you? So, like, he has her do, like, menial tasks, like, cleaning up and stuff, and, like, getting the paperwork and stuff, and she's just like, oh, like, I thought, like, it was going to be something else, and he's like, get your mind out of the gutter, bitch. Like, but he's like, they knew Because yeah, the way that he says it is he's like, you're going to serve my every whim until you satisfy me, and, like, by that, he's like, yeah, can you dust that corner? <laughs> yeah, he's like, entertain me. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> So then, like, she feels like, oh, he might, eventually he's going to ask for food. Because at this point, she doesn't know that they don't need to eat. Yeah. And again, the reason is, is that, like, they don't make it clear that they don't. Again, like, when they say, like, we don't need sleep, the bed says otherwise. Yeah, like, she has to be told these things because it is very unclear. Because it very much looks like the way, like, humans do things. Like, having a bed and, like, having a dining room. Because they scoff at her for it, but I'm like... Dude, that you literally have very clear items that would indicate to me that you need that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know, y'all. Like, and as you think of, like, serving someone, if somebody needs maid work done for them, like, I why would they cooking. not also need cooking? Yeah. So she's like, I don't want to work in an unfamiliar kitchen, so I'll just bake food and bring it. So I don't know how she'd draw them the conclusion and make meatballs. But well, like, all she had in her kitchen was oh, beef and tomato paste. So, so she yeah. was like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to have to do. So then she's sum- summoned again, and she's like... Or she goes back and she has it. And so she's like, I need you food. And he's like, I don't need food. And she's like, I don't know that. So like, nobody <laughs> told me the rules. And so then he's like, I'll try it. Like, since you're trying to, like, offer me something. And this is what I like about his personality, too, is that, like, rather, like, he says what he's thinking, but also is, like, teasing her at the same time. Like, yeah. Oh, like, you're trying to just, like, you know you want to try it. When he teases her, too, I feel like the thing he doesn't do is he doesn't, like, he kind of doesn't, he kind of does it. Like, he doesn't pretend, he doesn't hide his true feelings. No. At the same time. Like, he teases her, but he's not, like, a tsundere hiding his true feelings. You like very much know He's, co- he's self-confident in himself, and he's just going to say what it is. Him. And I think that's so sexy of him. <laughs> me? I love Scorpio because he's a student, you know? Like, don't <laughs> tell me how you feel. Listen, I have multiple types. <laughs> we make up to make games. We have multiple types. 
Um, so then he actually like loves them, but he won't like fully say that. He's just like he clearly is so delighted though. Yeah. So then he's like, I think he like eats the whole thing, and so then yeah, he doesn't hide that he likes them. But he just like doesn't give her like a crazy yeah. Because these are past, and so then days and more days pass, and she's getting summoned again. But I think she's in the, she's in the back at this point. Yeah. And he and he has a rule where she's got to be there within a certain amount of time, and so yeah. she's like, can he just wait for me to be? He does kind of remind me of Ace Day. Yeah. I do want to say sidebar. We're going like, use game. And why we said that is crazy. We thought it was Eugene at first before we took Japanese classes. And then we started saying Yusuke. Which is worse, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. Like, Eugene to Yusuke is bad. Because it would have been like, you know how to say words. Like, at the very minimum. It's now Aisuke, ladies. <laughs> it was always, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, so, sorry. So then she's in the back. And, like, she doesn't come. And then he just pops up. And he's like, I literally said, bring your ass. And she's like, I'm trying to shower. Like, he's can wait. And then all of a sudden, she's like, wait a minute, I'm naked. Yeah, and he's like, I don't care about your body. Yeah. Like, okay, rude. Here's the thing that I don't like that they sometimes do is that the thing that kills me is they always make it as this thing. Like, I don't care about, I don't like your puny, ugly body. Like, your plain ass body, your plain looks. And then they fall in love with you, and you're like, you're the most beautiful woman in the universe. Like, I was ugly though, remember? <laughs> At least so I will say I like in Leon's that he is he's still clearly flirting with her though when he says it. Like whereas like when I says he's not interested in her body, oh, he made it that with his chest and he didn't even mean it mean. Like he <laughs> just wasn't. He's like, bro, don't worry. You don't interest me in any way. Like just like I don't like Italian food. Like just something very simple. Like he said it like it's a preference. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, she was like asleep in the other. He said, you ain't got to worry. <laughs> Whereas when Leon does it, he's like, oh, don't worry. Like, he, like, cocks his head up. He's like, I'm not interested. But he's, like, looking you up and down. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Like, you love these double You love it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Scrawny? <laughs> so then they go back to Leon, the, to the mansion. And there's where we meet Vega, the first, like, in Leon's route. Yeah. And I feel that Vega has a crush on Leon. Yeah, she, she does. And Altair gets, him. like, jealous. Yeah. I love Altair. Anyway, there's and this is a stupid thing, but in a special where you're the goddess and Scorpio isn't, Altair's with him. He takes care of him, mm-hmm. and they're like like they're like big brother, little brother. And like I don't know, this is a stupid line, but like she's talking to Scorpio, and then Altair needs toilet paper. Then he's like, why his name is Scorpio when he's not a god makes no sense. If you read it, it would make more, it'd be so much funnier. But like, it's not funny as I'm saying it out loud. I'm sorry. Like, it's funny. I thought it was amusing. <laughs> it was amusing in the context, like the full context of what they're doing, you know? But anyway, <laughs> so Vega's there, and so she's like, you all are like slacking on your work, and I get it, you don't have your power, but Carno said you just do it anyway. <laughs> and everyone is like, oh shit, if Carno says it, Leon's gonna do it. And like, then he does. I like this scene though because it shows Leon in work mode and though he's like half yes. like was lazy, but like in it he's like, alright, he gets the most shit done. Yeah, he's like he's the movement. Yeah. Like he starts and, getting people together. And he looks at the paperwork and he goes to Tia and he says, When the hell did I say that you can just grant women's wishes? And yeah, like, like he looks over their work, so that's what I liked about it too. Yeah, and Tia's like um, again, he's like, get it done. Like, Tio's so much better in other people's route because he's so much better as a side character. Yeah, and so she even comments, like, yeah, he's feared, but he's very clearly respected. Like, yeah, they have their banter, but everyone clearly has such a respect for him, and, like, I like that about him. Like, yeah, yeah. he's scary, but, like, you know. 
He gets it together. Um, <laughs> you have it written out. I just want to say it's so wild. I have it like it just helps me like remember things. Yeah. And like the only time I don't randomly is for our stuff. I don't. I know that nobody's out there trying to steal our stuff, but like I always worry that I forget my shit. And then someone's like, oh, an idea. No <laughs> one's gonna get it though. It's like what? more likely when they hack our computer. Yeah, like my handwriting knows. We're like, this chick is scratch it. But anyway. I really like handwriting things too, but it, it cannot be this long. <laughs> I just won't do it. Yeah, so then they all head back to Leon's room. So, a thing about the vice minister, the ministers of it, is that they get actually reflecting pools in their room. Yes. Whereas all the other gods have to share the reflecting pool in this like grand room, but they get their own because they're high ranking. Because Glavis has one too. And so. Carno doesn't though. The vices don't. Oh. Okay. Scorpio doesn't either. Okay. Just the um, the ministers. Like the. I guess they're the ministers and the vice ministers. So the ministers do, but the vices don't. Yeah, I always am like, what is Leo's title again? And it's this minister. Yeah. So My hair is like getting so tangled. So this is where then they conjure with the Leon rap. He can't do his job without touching the MC, but Tio disproved that earlier by saying that as long as she was within the vicinity, she could. Because in this one, um, Leon touches her. Yeah. And they like see the reflecting pool, and then he's like, I'm going to grant a wish. So this, the wish that they see is this little grandson and his old grandma. He feels like he's struggling because he's not strong enough to help her out. And so he's like, I'll grant this wish. And so he's like, cool, it's done. He's like, that's nothing, it's whatever. She's like, that's actually a form of love because he wished that he was strong enough to help his grandma. He granted it, now he can. That's the love that he has for her. And I um, was kind of sh- surprised. But. Sorry, I just completely forgot this too because what you were talking about earlier about them contradicting the powers. Yeah. Like, them having that power over those girls when him and Tio are tag teaming those bitches, like... She wasn't there at all when they were doing that, and he was doing the pleasure thing. So it's like, that didn't make sense. I think that they just were, like, into them because they're so attractive. Yeah, it's just, like, the way, like, she described it was, like, they How were, like... How did they get there, you know? They like, just, like, pick them up at a random spot and then, like, come back to our place? Yeah, like, maybe they started giving them some of, like, Hugh's spirits because they're, like... They're getting... They're getting a date, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to the cute moments. <laughs> so then, um... Basically, he's like, that's it, I'm only gonna grab one. And Vega, like, loses it. She's like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> he's like, one. <laughs> he basically did nothing. Yeah, like, she's like, I'm gonna do, like, Carno. And she's like, do it. Like, why do you always mention Carno when you're asking me to do it? And she's like, because that's the only way to listen. Like, what are you talking about? Anyway, so then he's like, I'm tired because the earth tires me out. But, like, he is kind of shook when she proves his point. So he's like, cool, whatever. So he's like, I'm gonna go take a bath and you're gonna serve me. And I get why she thinks that she's like, am I going to have to get in the bath? But it's kind of a stupid thought because she's like, you just got out of the bath. Why would you be like, get in this bath, bitch? Like, that she like does, that. though, doesn't she? She falls in. So oh, okay, yeah. they go and he's like, serve me alcohol. And she's like, okay. And then it get this shows up. And he's like, it's not fair that you're getting hogged because we're behind on our work, too. Yeah. And Leon's like, get the hell up out of here and stop touching her before I tell Scorpio. <laughs> and it's like, what is he gonna do? Like, what? And so he drops her. Like, or he's like, ooh, like, no, wait a second. He drops her to tease her. Like, why would you drop a woman, like any person, in a bath? Like, a lot of people, like, I get people can say, like, how is she drowning in a bath water? But if you're not expecting to fall in a body of water, the instant thing that you would do is drown because you don't. I just feel it. like they just didn't think about like yeah. as gods. So she's drowning, and it's not like Ikidus is like, oopsie, like, let me save her, Leon saves her, and Ikidus was like, I was just teasing you, the way I would have to beat your ass, <laughs> like, what do you mean? And so then, like, 
Liam's like, you're just always causing trouble. Like, see what you get for, like, not staying in your place. And, like, I can get where she's like, what are you talking about? I was here because you made me be here. Yeah. Like, if you would just do your thing. And so, basically, they get this leaves, And she then has the courage to be like, so what did that mean you defiled the goddess? Because that didn't actually make any sense. Yeah. And so he says that, like, do you want to find out? And he kind of towers over her, and she's just like... Which is, again, what made me think of, like, Ray, because he's like, you want to see what I did? And he's, like, getting all up close to her. Yeah, and she's like, I mean, are you going to tell me, though, or what? <laughs> he doesn't back down, so he tell, like, he does explain. So what happened is that, like, this goddess was into him, but it more or less sounded for, like, the fact that he was Leon, the minister of the wishes, mm-hmm. and he did not reciprocate, so she kind of, like, went insane. Yeah. I assume, though, that they messed around. Like, they definitely had sex, and, like, in her mind, and he probably did, like, enhance it because she knows what his powers are. Yeah. So she asked for it, and so then she thinks that they had a genuine connection, and he didn't. And, and he was like, no, just doing I what I do. Yeah, I'm just banging. And then so she lost it. Which, honestly, like, thinking in, like, future, like, after stories and stuff, it's like, oh, my God, I'd be so jealous. Oh, all oh day. Oh, um, like and they're all the goddesses around. Like, oh my god, and you probably bang them all. Yeah, because I would say like, is that your, is that is that your friend? <laughs> is that your <laughs> friend? Like, you have your friend. Like, I'll be a bastard, even men. And you, and your girlfriend. Oh look, there goes your little girlfriend. Like, you could take me out anywhere. <laughs> no, no way. And they go to like parties and stuff, and it's like, oh, I just couldn't do that atmosphere. Because I can't. It's so disrespectful that a woman would come up to me and be like, we used to hook. I'd be like, what do you mean? <laughs> and she'd be like, I just told you what I meant. I'm like, bet. Because goddesses literally will just come up to him and be like, can you use your powers on me? Yeah. All the time. And I'd be like, you're single. Tonight. Yeah. You're single. Goodbye. Hugh. Hugh, please take me out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, Huey. Because I have, like, in Hugh's, one of Hugh's epilogues or something, they go out to a ball and stuff, and, like, the king says that Ziglavis has to take her to the ball. And Hugh doesn't fight against it. He's like, I'll just take another goddess. Lose it. Like, uh, honestly, oh no. I remember that, and I did play that one, and I got very <laughs> upset. And then she, he was like, I was crazy jealous. Not crazy jealous of not to go with another girl. Like, to <laughs> me, if you're saying I'm jealous, that means you can't look at nobody else. Like, the thought of touching someone else makes you want to recoil your hand, that you're going to throw up. Yeah, you don't even look. If you're not giving me that kind <laughs> of love, don't talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like Zig. I was required to go. But you went with a goddess, and she was trying to steal you from me. You let her think she had a chance. Broken up with that. Absolutely way. not. And as you can tell, you are dealing with two heavy earth sign people here because <laughs> we're so jealous. I have so don't do me. So anyway, like that basically leads to like, um, they she tells him, and then she feels bad because she's like, damn, that's kind of crazy. Like. She never, she believed that there was something happening, but he never told her. So she, like, to fall from grace is a pretty huge thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that's a mark on him and his reputation. So anyway, like, she... Which, if you think about it, doesn't really make sense. Because it's like, why would they, like, just believe the goddess who went insane? And, yeah. like, it leads you to believe, like, is that really why he's... Yeah. Basically, like, she explains, like, the, the we were saying we were super, like, we would get super jealous, whatever. But... So anyway, like that kind of like ends that, and so she keeps getting summoned, like, and she's like, yeah, like it's just like getting used to it, blah blah. Yeah. And so he's like, I need to do work today because oh, because Vega comes back and is like, you better do it or I'll tell Karna. She's like, because why do you keep using Karna? Like that's gonna get you out of shit. And she's like, because it's not. And everybody says like Karna's actually kind of frightening. So the fact that he did, he they go and he's like he's actually a really nice guy like piss off. I think like the truth of it is Leon just has a soft spot for him because at the end of the day Leon is Carno's boss. 
Yeah. Why is Carno scaring? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Uh, but oh, you know what I hate Carno does? I'm sorry, like, to shit on him again. I hate that he does, like, the eye wink, and he's like, don't do that. Like, what are you, Popeye the Sailor Man? I just, I feel like his ear sticks out. I feel like the hair that goes in the middle of his brow makes him look like he has a unibrow. And I overall don't like him. <laughs> Which I know makes you sound so shallow, because it's like, it's like a nice sprite. I just feel mean, but I, just, I thought he looked goofy. So, anyway, she goes and, um... They go in to see the reflecting pool, and then it's too dirty because of the atmosphere and stuff. Like, it's whatever. So they have to actually go to Earth. So he has to put on the clothes. I actually really love his little Earth outfit. So he, I'm a little V. I was oh, like, Zing. Oh, my God. Liam is so hot, you guys. He's so He's hot. another He's one like, that's Whoa. just... Yeah, there's... <laughs> Where he'll be like at the side looking hot and then he turns to look at you and you it looks like a Karen haircut in his bed. Yeah, he definitely looks like I want my receipt. <laughs> I want like, to the manager. I want my return even though this is 180 days past the return date. Like crazy. That's so, why I's the hottest like of all wishes, I think, yeah. because he doesn't have one bad sprite. Leon, I feel like is probably second, because he just has one bad little. I would say yeah, and then Hugh's third. Yeah, he was probably third. So anyway, um, so anyway, with that said, like they go out and they're about to catch the train. And here's another stupid thing: he can fly and he can <laughs> teleport. So why do you would be like, let's catch a train? And like all these girls flock to him, and he's like, yeah, like I'm not really interested. And like the MC's kind of like annoyed by it because she's like, oh, here we go. And oh wait, suicides. I think the reason they can't catch the plane is because like at the train station is where they need to do the wish thing. Oh, correct. Yeah, correct, right, right, right. Either way. So then she drives him on the train. He's like, why would it be on this ugly, nasty thing? <laughs> so they see um, Hiori, and she's arguing with her boyfriend. And she's like, well, you just don't get it. So Hiori does what I would do is betray her own words and say, like, then just leave. Like, get out of my face. Like, I'm, I'm famous for this. Like, if, if someone's like, I'm done talking to you, even though I don't want to, I'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah. It's a very not nice. Like, the way it comes around, I'm like, okay, good. And they do like the be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Kind of so thing. he grants it and the guy like train leaves. And so he was like devastated. And the MC's like, Are you dumb? Yeah. Like, what? That's not what she wanted. He's like, Did she shouldn't have wished for that? And he's like, She's like, You don't get humans at all. Like, that's crazy. Like, like that's not what to... she really wanted deep down. Yeah. He's like, Why do you care? Like, it doesn't involve me. And she's like, I want Hiori's happiness. That's important to me. So, like, I'm going to give her her true wish. And she like grabs onto Leon and shoves him on the train. He's like, We're going to follow. <laughs> I'm gonna fix this. And he's like, what? And so he's like, they get to this beach area. And she's like, I'm gonna, I know where, here's what I don't get. How did they know where the boyfriend was going? They don't. <laughs> so they don't follow him from my recollection. I thought they just, she just texts Hiori and it's like, hey girl, want to meet at the park? And Hiori's like, yeah, I guess I'm free now. So I'll come meet you at the park. And then he goes, they go, okay, now I need you to use your powers to get him here. And so he's oh, walking his yes. dog and okay. then like, yeah. Okay, because I was like, they just assumed, huh? <laughs> so then, this is crazy, but, uh, oh no, wait, that's a totally different game, my bad. <laughs> 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 it's 10 p.m. I'm done. That's a whole different game. I came in. Concerned that she never shows up. That's crazy. Because then the next day at work, she's just like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I couldn't make it." And she's like, "It's okay. Like I ended up like meeting up with my. Like, I couldn't. I can't go with you. Like you couldn't, bitch. <laughs> anyway, so they like um, re meet up, but they're not saying anything. So Leon snaps his fingers and is like, "The scarf." And they spark a conversation. 
And she's like, okay, like, the great. And so, um... <laughs> <laughs> this is your last movement, but you got it. He's like, he's like, that was so, like, what cringy kind of thing. And she's like, no, like, I did something that makes he were happy because her happiness is my happiness and I love her. Yeah. So and now they've communicated it. and they're in a better place. And yeah. like she was trying to teach him about like like love and like the work that it is. Yeah, so then they go back to the mansion and he like disappears into his specialist, but Carno's there to greet them. And this pisses me off so bad because Carno's like, Oh, you must be the reincarnated goddess. You know who I am. Cause you literally <laughs> talking about our past. Like don't do me, Carno. So fake. Him and Hugh, it's just a little bit like, come on, guys. Like, so him and Hugh are talking about what's been going on and stuff, and then he's like, oh, I see that, like, you're doing your work. And Leon's like, piss off, like, leave me alone. So then he was like, oh, as a, as a gratitude to you doing your work, because it's, like, clear that your mark is starting to fade, mm-hmm. I'll throw a party. And everyone's like, in my mind, it's like, what warranted the party? <laughs> it's just, like, a trait of the gods in this game is, like, they like to party. Because let's just make this clear. His mark is fading. It's not gone. And no offense, but there's a several other gods to go through. Like Yeah, like, we haven't done that good <laughs> overall. Like, We're actually doing pretty bad. Our batting average is, like, <laughs> 0.5 out of 6. So then Leon just is like, y'all can do what you want, but I'm like, oh, no, no. They go to the party because she's like, you should come, Leon. And he's like, I guess. Like, fine. And so they're throwing the party, blah, 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 blah. She's drinking. And Leon's like, I don't want to be here anymore. So, like, he leaves off to his special place. Oh, no, no, actually before that, they're at the table to eat, and he's like, it's missing something. Yes, this and part was so cute. He snaps his fingers, and then meatballs, and it is so cute that he explains this to them, because he's like, it's this divine treat, meatballs. Yeah. And I don't know why, it's like a little, like, almost like a kid that's like so proud to show you something, and that's how it comes across. Yeah, and I love the way he, he titles, like, the full dish, he's like, meatballs simmered in tomato sauce. Yeah. And he, like, is having everyone try it and, like, putting it in their mouth. I just thought it was so cute. And he eats and he's like, it's not as good. So she's like, that means that you like mine. He's like, don't get too big for your britches. But he doesn't deny that that's the fact. Yeah, because he basically says yours were better. Yeah. So then Leon, like, leaves. And so then she's kind of, like, drunk. And she's like, you know, like, I'm going to go, too. Like, it's not fun without Leon. It's like, girl, like, just say you into him. So then she can see that his, like, little special thing is, like, open. Like, that black was like, ooh, I should peek in. Does it. And so she's like, oh, and Leon catches her, and he's like, you have, like, a lot of balls to, like, just go into my shit. And she's like, I was just, like, curious, and the door was open. (laughs) And he's like, you can come in, like, as a reward for your, like, helping me with my job, I'll, like, let you be in here. He's, this is, like, my favorite, like, scene, and this was, like, the scene of him that I was like, I really like him. I'm into him. I'm into him. And so I just want to say this is a funny fact about me that we'll tell later after the ranking that like I just I'm a joke like you know like I'm a joke for it. But anyway, wait what? All of the stuff I bought. Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk, we'll talk about that again. You're right. You're right. So then um, she goes in and her it's like this really beautiful place and she comments on it. And she's like it's so pretty. It's like even Earth has like pretty places. Yeah. And he describes that they were once together and then like because of like the jealousy and all of that that they separated. Mm-hmm. And she's like, dang, that's crazy. And he explains that like being at the top, everybody sees you as a way up and that like nobody really wants to know you they just want your power and that's it yeah and so she's like it could be really really lonely and she does apologize for her like kind of quick comments of like love can be like you it can be lonely and i have no really rights to say because i have no way to prove it but i think that love can make you stronger like i may not have like this great love but i love hiori as an example not her parents but like 
and I want her happy. And that's like love a lot. And so he's like, um, as long as they're happy. And so he's kind of like shook, like, why would you say that? And then some wind gusts, remember? And she's like, what the hell? And so they cling on to each other. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, so I just she, remember being like, Leon. Yeah, so she's like, I'm just gonna head out. And he's like, okay, I'll be on in a second. And then she leaves and Carno catches her. And she's like, he's like, where you been? And she's like, I was in Leon's special place. And this surprises the shit out of Carno. Cause he's like, not, it goes to say that none of the punishment gods would ever be in there. But me and I even haven't been invited in there. So that means you're special. And she's like, special. And he's like, let me tell you something right now. I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing, but you're a human and he's a god. You cannot fall in love with him and he can't treat humans unequally. She's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I told you a warning. This is what kills me with them. It's not that they tell them shit. They're just like, know that. And she's like, okay. They wait until she seems to catch feelings and they're like, just so you know, yeah, it's a no-go. So then, anyway, so she's like, there's no favoritism. So she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so then the next day, Fiori's like, does that dumb shit. She's like, oh, yeah, like, I totally forgot. Like, we're supposed to meet up. Like, what did you want to meet up about? And she's like, you need, you need to text her the entire night. Like, hey, sorry, I didn't meet up with your ass. Yeah. And so anyway, so then she's like, me and my boyfriend are doing well. She's like, you should, like, rent the planetarium for the night after hours. and like Yeah, MC suggests that. Yeah. And so Fiori's like, oh, my God, I'm so going to do that. And so then she's like, cool. Bing, bing, bing. And so then... Um, she's like locking up and then it's like the night that they do it or whatever and I think the bell goes off in her head but she's like I'm at work like no and so then she notices on the camera that Hiori's being attacked and so she screams to Leon and that, that, that is when the loud wishes come in yeah, yeah. And so he's like you don't gotta yell like your wishes are particularly loud like I can yeah. hear them they come in pretty quickly and then she kind of doesn't say anything. She's like, that's great, but like, I need you to save Hiori. Like, like she's getting it. literally sexually assaulted. And he's like, you got a lot of nerve. Like, you know, ordering around a god. And I'd be like, now's not the time. You know <laughs> I, like, I don't need your mouth now. Like, go save them. And so then she's like, if you just help them, like, I'll do anything you ask. Like, dude, you do that now. Like, what <laughs> You're are you literally about? his handmaiden. Like, and so he, they bust through, and they see Hiori being basically almost raped. And so he stopped, like, she helps Hiori up and, like, slaps the dude, and he's like, all I'm in this for is, like, sex. Like, and you're not even going to put out proof. Which is what pisses me off that they use this same, because this isn't, it's really not her boyfriend. It's a guy she just started seeing, and then he, it turns out that he tried to sexually assault her. So the fact that they used that same sprite as, like, her longtime boyfriend in Carno's route just pissed me off for some yeah. reason. Like, I just hated that they did it, because... I now associate him as bad guy, so I don't want to see him on my screen again in a positive light. Yeah, so then, um, basically, after that goes down, the guy goes to swing at the and, MC. And see, because she's the one who stops him, not Leo. We didn't and, that there. like, she gets behind Leon, and, like, Leon's like, how, don't you dare think you can touch, like, my goddess. Like, basically. Yeah. And he's like, what? And, like, has him, like, bow down, he starts losing control of his powers. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, Leon. And this is like kind of pink baby. She's like, Leon, look at me. Like, you don't want to do this. Like, I know, she's like, so baby. Like, hey, you're good. <laughs> and like. Because he's going like too far because he saw someone try to swing at his woman now. Basically. Yeah, he's like, not my woman. <laughs> he's like, not oh no. So, nah. And he's like, like, she, MC's like, you're going to kill him. Like, stop. Yeah. And so the guy like dips out and then she like helps you. Like, he where he's like, you know, before I would have just like taken it, but like, I'm good now. And she just bops off. She's like, thanks. Bye. And it's actually kind of cute. She's like, thank you. And Leon's all like, you're welcome. He's like, okay. 
<laughs> I also found like what's kind of cute is because she feels like dang like I was supposed to be teaching Leon about love and I was trying to show him like Hiori and her boyfriend like how I was right to like keep them together but she ended up being wrong yeah um, but Leon still learns from her because he learned how she loves her friend and I would feel like you, you know how like when you're like damn I was so wrong I feel stupid you know yeah but then the meanwhile he's like no I mean you care about your friend so much that you did all of that and like yeah. that's what love is yeah, so then she was like, he's like, what are you going to do to make this up for me? And she's like, what if I take you to a festival? <laughs> what? And so then she's like, no, like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> he's like, okay. So he agrees because he's, at this point, is into her. Like, it's a very, he, very He's clear. now going on dates with her on Earth, and he used to hate that stuff. Yeah. So this like, is a particularly cute scene. I like this, though, because, again, Leon doesn't hide his emotions for her. It's that it's no. very clear that he likes her. So he's like, okay. So he's like, yeah, like pretty cool. So they go to this goldfish thing, and he like gets her goldfish. It reminds me of the scene that we have in Evermore in the winter special. At the end, if you choose to be with Daichi and Kyosuke, you go to like a festival and you do the same goldfish game. Yeah. So then he wins her goldfish, and she's like, he's like, you keep it, like keep it alive. And she's like, okay. And while they're out, they see fireworks. And this is where they kind of say that like the reason why they have like modern technology and stuff is like if it's not like basically naturally created it's not they don't make it which i think is stupid because technically everything is created um, from men which are natural people yeah like i don't know it's just a dumb thing to say but i, I did like, like that background though the yeah fireworks. the fireworks he's like these are like you know these are decent I'm like these are cool like whatever another thing that i forgot to mention is that he always says oh ho yeah <laughs> and he says it in front of the fireworks and that just like flashed my mind <laughs> and so then and zig lavis just shows up and he's like, oh, like, what is it that you're doing? Like, were you out with her on a date? Like, <laughs> are you serious? Like, you know, you can't do this. And here's the thing. Zig Lavis is a stickler for the rules. Is like, you can't, like, treat humans unequally. And, like, you're going to do damage to the earth because I heard your powers are getting under control. And then she's like, wait, what? And then he's like, what if I, like, then Zig Lavis is like, what if I do throw a powerball at you? There's humans here. Yeah. Like, what is your problem? And so then, like, um, Zaylavis threatens her and is like, I'm gonna take her away and like basically almost extinguish her. And, and Leon, Leon like, freaks out. Her. Yeah. He's like, hail to the nah, you're not gonna touch my girl. Like, not at all. And Zaylavis is like, such a snitch. And he's like, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell dad. But <laughs> just so you know, he's like, that's interesting, cuz. And then he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, guess what? I'm gonna tell dad. And so then, like, basically, She's like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't get it. And he's like, don't worry about it. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Before that even happens, that he's going to tell, she holds on to him and it hurts her. And that's what makes him stop because she, like, basically yeah. boils back in pain and he feels horrible. Because, like, yeah, she tries to stop him from hurting Zaglavis and it ends up hurting her because he can't really control his powers right now. Yeah. Because he's experiencing all these new feelings. And um, she gets sick. But before she gets it, she goes to check on him, and I like this very vulnerable moment. He asks her if he's scared of him, and she says, yeah, I am, but I don't care. I want to be with you. And he's like, don't touch me, Nick. Don't talk to me. We can't be around each other anymore. But the reactiveness of whatever happened with his powers makes her sick. Yeah. Like, he goes and checks on her, and I feel so fucking sad for Hugh in this. I feel horrid <laughs> for Hugh, especially because Leon knows. Yeah. It's not like he's, like, shocked. He knew. Yeah, he knew. So then the MC's like, okay, so then Hugh's like, um, the mark is fading, but like, MC gets really depressed. Like, it's fading, which means he'll leave and like, I'll never see him again. And he's literally the love of my life. And so 
Um, basically, she goes to see him again, and they go out to the balcony, and then he's like, this is the last... Oh, he takes her to go see the stars. Yeah. And he's like, this is my thank you for my... My mark's gone, basically. And this is the last time we see each other. Like, it's a goodbye. Yeah, you're, like, up in front of the full moon, like, a beautiful night, and he's like, goodbye. But, like, Snitchy Le Pew over here is like, I told Dad, like, you getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, like, let them have their moment, but like he, like Zig's like, nah, dude, like he committed a super sin, dude, super sin. Like I don't know how this got rid of his sin because this is a new sin. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna atone for your crimes, and like the MC freaks out. She's like, I don't want to be without you, and so she's like, I want to be with you. Like that's my one wish, and like Zig's like, I'm gonna grant a wish for you then. Like the the Leon throughout made me dislike Zig so bad. I know. Yeah. And so then um, she's he's like, I'll bring you with you, and I don't think that this happens in any other time but basically she's agreeing to be dead like i'll leave my physical body here and be dead and so yeah she does Leon's like don't do that dumbass and then she's like nope if that means i get to be with you so then they go into this high court and again snitch ass zig is like oh are you gonna admit your crimes and he does he's like yeah i was in love, I'm in love with her and she's like i'm in love with you too i just loved how confident it was it's like we're gonna confess our love like here in court and so Zig's like basically like what you're asking for is death. And so he's like, um, I, here's the thing, like I'm not gonna kill you because the balance will be so bad and can't fix it. So I'll just kill her instead. It's like what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Zig's actually the bad guy in Hughes route too. He's a bad guy in a lot of their routes. <laughs> yeah. But like it is, you know, I get what his thing is, but sometimes like Again, the reason I like Zig is because he's such a stick in the mud that you're like, oh my god, I can see why nobody likes you. Like, that's genuinely why I thought he was a side character, because I thought he was the villain. Because, like, with the, he, this first prologue, there is no, like, villain. In Scorpios, he's such a villain, it's crazy. Yeah. Threatens my life constantly. Like, calm, dude, calm down. We don't even know each other. Yeah. And then, anyway, so, like, Leon kind of gets out of control with his powers, and he's like, how about I kill everybody in this room <laughs> and I start the heavens anew because I have the power to do so and I just be with her and if that like because he basically like the way Zix presents it is that no matter what he can never be with her and so he's like what if I just kill everybody in this room yeah and the way Leon presents it is I'm willing to do anything so that's what he says like, I'll just kill everybody here and then she even the MC's like that's a bit extreme <laughs> I feel like Leon's like this like untamed beast and like MC's like Simmer down, honey. Like, like, and then this is the first time she goes to your parents. She's like, let me just get this right. If you do that, I'll never be able to say goodbye to anybody. That's horrifying. No. Yeah. And I would feel bad for his friends because I can imagine, like, you and them being like, what the hell are you? <laughs> I know, like, what are you talking about? I've been having a good run. So then she, like, is like, calm down, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, he finally does. And she's like, I love you. So, like, let's just, like, have this moment together. And then the king's ass comes in. And he's yeah. like, you, like, unruly lion. And, like, it's basically like a father-son relationship I feel like they have. Yeah. And then he's like, I, the king, like, knew that this was going to happen. He's like, you learned the ways of love. So, like, you know what? I'll let you have this one. This one thing, like, I'm going to let you eat. And so he's like, if you guys want to be together, like, I'll let you. But, like, calm down. Yeah. Because he, like, basically reveals, like, that was his true sin. Was yeah. not knowing what love is. Yeah. So then they, like, get to eat together. Zig is so pissed off. He's like, yeah, he's like oh, my God. <laughs> if you're going to just let anybody do some shit, like, what? And so they go back to, like, special place, and he's like, you've taught me, like, the ways of love, and, like, I love you so much, like, we're gonna be together. And, like, he says, like, you've made me such a sap, it's disgusting. And, like, 
I just yeah, want anybody to say, like, everything you say is so endearing, and I hate that shit. Like, I'm going to make you basically pay for making me fall in love with you by making you be more in love with me. Yeah, so, oh, like, which is so cute to me. And then yeah. they start playing that, like, adorable song, that banger of a song, like that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so then they're, like, together, and that's how it ends, and, like, that's the wrap. I mean, come on, guys. Just it's like, cause this is the first one we're um, reviewing from that original cast. Cause we did Tio first, cause he was the worst. And then <laughs> first is the worst. And then it was just like the second wave cast, the next three, and this is the first one going back to that original plot. And it, so if you just think back to Tio and compare it, come on, like it's so much grander. The yeah. fact that the king actually appears, we actually go to the heavens, whereas in Tio's, it's just like the white light. It's like. Yeah. It's uncanny how much better paced it is, how amazing it is, how equal they are. What's your ranks? So for personality, I gave him a seven. I, the cocky attitude is actually really funny because he really can back it up. Um, however, he does push the line. Like the even though she did ask to stop into doing the clothes, like I didn't like that at first. You know, I mean, like that wasn't the best first impression of his character, but he definitely redeems himself. He's willing to yeah. let her freely. And what I love about him is that he treats her as his equal even though he talks in like a way of talking down to her like you're a lowly goldfish but he only gives the time of day to speak to that to like equals yeah he talks to the other gods like that well, he, he talks, talks to her the same he way he talks to scorpio being like screw you you know what i mean like they don't have a good conversation but it works for him and i think you can mince words it's like a love or hate him thing so i think like that's where i got it but the romance was a nine out of ten for me like a nine out of ten i'm sorry mm -hmm. like it was a slow burn but knowing that he went from not trusting to like let him see her, let her see a special place where no one else has been allowed to. And like, just being so like, I love you so much. Like it hurts, you know what I mean? So like, I just love it. Love her, like he was willing to protect her. And like, basically like, I would say it's a little intense to be like, I'll kill everybody in this room. Yeah. And myself, like that's basically what he said. Um, with the plot, it was like eight, time, eight out of 10 for me. I like that he's like, this is just me going back to Babins and it like definitely alternates. I think, that he learned to lean. I think that doing the status can push it. So I enjoyed the plot, but I think, like, I wish it just had more time. Yeah. Like, it kind of did go. I think that they have to fit so much in 13 chapters that they don't, like, give enough. They tend to do this thing where, like, at the end, it's like boom, boom, boom with the yeah. king. And it's, like, a quick thing because they tend to spend more time, like, on the slow burn romance, which is just the voltage style, to be honest. And, like, the style of the game. Because, like, each rap can com be completed in, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. And then his um, development was a 9 out of 10 for me. Like, he's this, like, unruly lion, but to see how he just is, like, I'm so vulnerable, I love you, I like the choices that they had in this route were really great. I just loved him, it was great. Um, yeah, I'm seeing it was an 8 out of 5 from 8 out of 5. What <laughs> 5 out of 10 for me. I love that she stood up for herself. I love that she was, like, bantering, talking shit, like, she owns her own things. Um, I do say that sometimes she just says things that are really not her place to say, and then she's like... I mean, like, what do you know? And it's like, oh my god, girl. It's like it's too much. Yeah, so that's my thought. You know, like, what are your ratings? So the 41.5 for me out of 50, so. So for me, it was like almost like dead on points. Like I think I ranked his personality like slightly higher and I rated, rated MC like slightly higher. And by slightly higher, I mean like literally 0.5 points higher. So it's like, we're pretty much spot on. But for personality, it is 7.5 out of 10. At first he's pretty edgy, like him and Tio, that whole moment, like, that really took me back. He's a little too cocky for like my general liking, but overall, I love his leadership skills, his flirtatious nature. He's also passionate and sensitive underneath his initial facade. Like 
the way he melts down when he falls in love like I love that about him and he does change unless his better qualities shine by the end mm -hmm. um, for romance I gave it a 9 out of 10 there's a really high level of romance in this route there's a lot of sexual tension too so if you're into that like this is a good route for you they make a pact at the beginning that she can prove love is an illusion and that it's real so that makes love like a pretty high focus and he does treat her like a servant at first um, and I feel like they took it a little too far at some point so that's what I did off 1.4 but all in all through the romance made it one of the most exciting routes to play because of the level of romance and though the beginning is risque as long as you know what you're getting into I think you'll find it really enjoyable yeah. I did plot I gave a 8 out of 10 the romance was more of a front seat for me while playing that I even kind of forgot about the plot at times but I suppose the romance was sort of the plot in the end anyways he needs to learn the lesson of love from mc and when he does they're able to forge their own path with each other in the heavens and there was a lot more drama with that court scene in the heavens so it made it more exciting than some of the other endings which could feel a little cliche for his character development i also give that a 9 out of 10. he goes through a lot of character development from the beginning and his first impression to how he is at the end is like an incredible change to me and a progress obviously much for the better. He learns to cut down his ego and genuinely care for others through the MC and he sees humans as, as having something of value that he can learn from instead of just like peons. Uh, main character, you were a nine out of 10. I felt like she was really strong and she had the ability to tame the lion. I also like that she actually learned some things from him. Like I just felt like they were more equal. For example, like she thought she knew best when it came to Hiyori and the guy that she was dating, but Leon ended up being right about that in the end, but she was still able to teach him something through how she loves Hiori. Yeah. There were some times though in the beginning that she kind of lets him manhandle her before she really finds her footing, so that's why I docked a point. But for me, that put it at 42.5 out of 50, so just one point more than you did. And then overall, like averaging that together, it's an 84 out of 100, so it's a B minus. Yes, I love Leon's art. I think it was a really powerful, like whoever wrote that was just like hit for hit, bar for bar, definitely plays a bunch of times. And so before, I usually just like talk down about it. I'd be like, Cleon sucks. Like, I hate that guy. And so Kayla <laughs> got on the switch before I did. And so she's playing and she's like, oh my God, that's a lot of content. And like, she would say something and she's like, oh my God, I don't know how they're going to resolve this. I was like, oh, well, because it's this. And she's like, no, dude, that, that didn't happen in the rap. And I was like, oh no, that's because it happened in like season two. And she was like, what? And so I was like, no, nah, I just happened. Like, and it wasn't just like season two, it was like season two epilogue. So it's like, she's in Jeep. And I was like, you, and you were like, yeah, I have like through season three. I have like all of it. And she was like, on the app or on the Switch? And I was like, on the app. And she like, like, so she was out there. I was, she was like, so you're a Leon fan? And I was like, yeah, I guess I am. She was like, Because she so would funny. always say that she doesn't like him. Like, yeah. So I, I was like surprised about it, but. Okay, ho. Um, but I really loved his route. And I think like, I would just totally, I would love to write a character that I felt like as strongly about him. Like I did, what we did with manager. Like that's how I feel with like sometimes Leon and Hugh, obviously. All right, guys, we are finally at the finale route, our top rated route. And that is the God of Aquarius, Huda Hat. We're just gonna call him Hugh though, because that's like what he goes by. I don't even know if that's how you say it. How do you say it? Yeah. Okay, that's what I say too. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so diving into Hugh, he's part of the original cast, so it's that same um, plot line of like removing the sin. Yeah. He acts really cold at first. He comes across as intelligent, but very shrouded in mystery. And you can tell that the other gods respect him a lot, because he's one of the only ones that when you pick, the other gods aren't like mad. Like they're like, oh, I guess that makes sense. He is kind of the best. But he doesn't really seem thrilled and even tries to discard you from the mansion like after you pick him. But similar to the other routes, he discovers that touching you makes his powers work. 
So then from there, he starts to chaperone you. And of course, you have the standard scene where your co-worker thinks he's your boyfriend. He continues to be pretty standoffish. And he says things like, you stare at me too much. Because like you're always like trying to figure him out. So you're watching him. And he like points that out a lot. Um, so it's kind of like, you kind of get a good mix of him. Because he's not like super mean but or like super flirty. But he has like a little hint of it in the beginning, which I liked. Yeah. So then one night, you end up having a really vivid dream of yourself by this fountain granting people's wishes. And there's a god with midnight colored hair whose face you cannot see who comes by and kisses you and says you're working too hard and how worried he is about you. And you wake up really spooked about how real it was, but then you're like, that was weird. I guess I'm just going to go on with my day. Um, you go on to work, and then it's another day later. Um, you get summoned by Vega and Altair, which is like when you meet them in Hugh's route to actually work with Hugh, granting some wishes. That's what she says, like 10 year olds, too. Yeah, she always says they're like 10, and it's like, you don't know. <laughs> He helps a couple on their wedding day, so the bride's in a wheelchair, and he makes her able to stand, like, so that they can walk and, like, kiss at the wedding. Yeah. Um, so he explains that he doesn't really like to do this, though, because even though he gave them this really happy moment, it's gonna make it hurt even worse when she dies young, because she's, like, ill. And MC wonders why he can't just save her life, and that's when he explains that gods can't intervene in matters of life and death, and that there's a rule against it. Um, and after thinking for a bit about it, MC ends up stating like the way that she feels, and that she said even in the end, after losing a loved one, they would choose to have that wish granted again, I believe, because the memory will always be very precious to them. And he's taken aback about that, and he softens a little bit towards you because he's been pretty standoffish up to this point. Um, even through his act, he has random moments of being exceedingly nice to you, though. Like, it's kind of weird because it's like he'll be cold like he's trying to push you away, but then he'll do stuff that's, like, very, very nice to you, like, out of nowhere when he doesn't really know you. So you're like, hmm. But after working with Hugh, Leon tells you that Hugh's going to need some time to recover and he needs to, like, go back to his room because he only has stars in one of his eyes. And since that's where God's powers come from, um, missing one in his left eyes is going to make him, like, get tired much quicker than the other gods, like, pretty much 50% quicker. Um, and so just being around the earthly impurities, he's going to be especially sensitive. He tells you to make sure that he's okay because you wouldn't want to be guilty for killing a god. Like, so he's so <laughs> extreme for that. He's so mean and extreme for that because he's not going to die from being tired. But like Leon makes her think that she doesn't know anything about it's this also, world. It's their fault. Don't sin. Everyone's here. <laughs> no, you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for that. There'd be no <laughs> earthly impurities to deal with. But you freak out and you go to check on him because like Leon scared the crap out of this you. Is so hot acid, dude. Oh my god, this is like a hot moment for Hugh. This is when you see Hugh's room for the first time, which is gorgeous. I really like his room. Like his bed is like almost like floating over the pond and then there's like all these books and then like a nice view of the sky. Um, but anyways, he's taking a cold bath of all things, which is like weird to you. Like why would you want it cold? And he's shirtless. And you are like just trying to go in and check on him, but because his floor is like tile and slick and like the bath's happening, um, you slip on the floor, of course, and right into his arms. <laughs> and in saying he's worried about you, he like when you fall, he says the phrase, I can't take my eyes off of you for a second. And it triggers you back to that vivid dream that you had a couple days ago because the god with the dark blue hair, which you notice, hmm, Hugh also has dark blue hair said that exact same line when he was like worried about you granting wishes. He was like, I can't take my eyes off you can't see that moth-ass design of his hair is insane. The guy would easily be like, Justin Bieber? It's like, it's clearly his hair. Like you could put that PNG of that, that hairstyle wig on anything. It's like, Hugh, it's so obvious. 
So you ask him like just off the rip as soon as you like hear that line, have we met before? And he ends up kind of teasing you by saying like, you're dreaming about me. Oh, cause you end up saying that like you think- And he kind of freaks out cause he's like, wait, what? Like, do you remember? And he's like, what are you talking about? He plays it like kind of cool though. And After. then he's, you're like, um, he says something like, oh, dreaming about me just means that you want me. You want And you need to be careful about seducing gods. And I was like, oh, so he's a little saucy too. And then during this scene, she also notices his mark of sin is kind of starting to lighten. Um, his is located on his thigh, so you don't like see it on his spray. I wonder what determines like where it's at. I know. I feel like they just like make that up. Like I don't know why it determines. Um, you could have gotten really deep with it because like different parts of the body like connect with different astrological signs, which could connect with specific like issues. And like they could have really gotten granular with it, but That's I doubt they did that. Yeah, like, I absolutely doubt they did put that. It there. <laughs> put it on my thigh so I can be your good time girl. So seeing him get out of the cold water, MC begins to worry about his health again because she's like, oh my god, you're okay, like cold. Like, don't don't take baths in warm water. He's like, okay. Yeah, and he's like, you need to like heat this up. Um, but she's thinking about like what Leon said and she's like, he's cold. So she's like, okay, lay down. And she's like, I'll be right back. And so she's going to go make him rice porridge because that's like standard what they make when like someone's sick and really human He's area. like, you're so bossy. Yeah. He's like, you're being bossy. <laughs> I just, I love, he, they have like such a connection right off the bat. But anyways, when she gets back, he's already dressed fully in his uniform again. And he's just like sitting there and he seems like fine. Um, and he informs her that gods don't need to eat when she presents him with the rice porridge and he's totally fine and if anyone is causing him to lose any energy it's her <laughs> so he ends up eating the porridge anyways though so it's like all right girl like you're gonna say but you're gonna eat my porridge so later on in the week he tells her he wants to repay her kindness like for like being worried about him and he takes her to the balcony of the mansion to do some stargazing with some wine that he made himself special because that's kind of like his thing i guess it's because aquarius is a water carrier so they like interpret it that way um, he's known for making the nectar of the gods, and I really like the conversation that they had up on the deck. Like, it went on for a decent amount of time, and I like that, because sometimes they'll have, like, a cute snippet, but it's not quite enough. It's like a real conversation would be long. And I really got the sense that they were, like, bonding, like, under the stars for hours. Um, they go into deeper topics, like, does destiny exist? How can love change a person? Um, and Hugh ends up revealing that love can make an otherwise steadfastly logical person like himself wish for eternal love at this special um, fountain they have in the heavens that can help a couple's love last forever. And you're like kind of shook by that because you're like, oh, he must like be, is he like married? Because <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> he says it like, that's what I did. Like, that's like, he says it like it's from personal experience. And MC wonders who his lover might be, but then yes, he says, oh, I'm just speaking hypothetically. I'm like, why again, dude? That was so specific. It was like way too specific. It's like, oh, the drink got you feeling something. Then a shooting star passes by and MC is like, oh, I want something wonderful to happen. And then as she says it, she realizes that she really only wishes for super vague things, like something wonderful to happen. And Hugh encourages her to be more specific if she ever has a wish that she really wants to like reach the Department of Wishes in Heaven and actually come true because they really only do strong, like specific wishes. Which is weird because I don't know whose it is, but they say because you're the reincarnated goddess, your wishes are always heard. Yeah, I think they do say that, but like he was so like, no, that's how it works. Um, when MC realizes that she doesn't have any specific wishes or wants, he tells her not to rush and that she'll find her something wonderful at her own speed, and it's one of her good points. And you're just like, hmm. 
And then he's like, yeah, like the good points of like humans in general, because you guys like work and say like you find your own me, way. Like, just say you're in love with me, like do that. It's like it's a little too late. You made that weird. You made. <laughs> so, Why are you being weird to me? Literally. Like you're just saying that like, you're so in love with me. It's insane. Like just say it. Like. You don't gotta convince me. I saw that body. Like, we're going to win it. Like, this moment on the deck, like, the way they're, like, giving each other eyes is, like, it's something. But we cut to a new day, and MC is on a work retreat at a lake house. Um, and midway through the excursion with her co-workers, Leon, Tio, and Hugh crashed the party because they were looking for MC at home and at work, and they couldn't find her, and then she didn't say that she was going to be gone, so they're, like, freaking out mad at her. And because MC can't leave this work retreat, she has to explain who they are to the coworkers and ends up going with Hugh's her boyfriend, um, since her closest coworker friend, Hiori, already thought that anyways. And then she says that Leon is her brother and Tio is her cousin. Oh, Leon, sick. <laughs> sick. Tio's not getting the cousin role. He's so pissed about it. Like cousin Tim over here. I feel like, I know this is a dumb thing to remember, but I love when she like screams and he's like, why are you screaming bloody murder? <laughs> You see, calm down. I I can only imagine like somebody being like, "That's my brother," and everyone's like, "You don't look alike." So somebody's a cheater in that family. It's funny though because they make her hair the same color as Leon's. Like when they do the artwork, do, it does kind of work. What gets me is when he goes long haired, and I'm like, "Oh, so we're twins." Oh, so you guys are we're twins. twins. Like, Lost look at me, my man. <laughs> Um, so anyways, after that, like, weird situation happens and they just, like, basically say that they're foreign and stuff, as usual, they all end up having a barbecue together, and he already starts asking Hugh some intimate questions, like, oh, how'd you meet MC, and, like, what do you love about MC, and he ends up saying that she has so many qualities that he didn't possess, and so he found himself drawn to her instantly, and that he likes about... What he likes about her is that she's sensitive and delicate and he can't take her eyes off her, but at the same time, she can be really bold. As he is going on, MC starts to like heat up and feel some kind of way about him saying those things about her because it seemed like he was being for real. Like yeah. he actually oh, felt that way about her. For real, you know? <laughs> just make that up. After the barbecue, Hugh ends up sneaking into your room saying he came so to see. <laughs> It's literally like dark and he comes in and he's like, I came to see you. And you're like, oh my God, is this it? Have you ever seen it with my best friend's wedding? Um, I think so. What's some of the thoughts? It's Roberts and Cameron yes. Diaz. And yes. so remember when her like assistant or something comes up and she said that's her fiance. And she's like, oh, why wasn't he here yesterday? And he was like, oh, he came up here just to fuck me. Like, it's clear as day. Bro, I love that movie. Every day when I wake up. So Hugh sneaks into your room and he says he's there to see you and there's like a little bit of romance there but then he admits that like he actually came because there's a meteor shower tonight and you all should be able to grant some wishes tonight. So you, Hugh, Tio, and Leon all sneak off to the lake to do some work using the lake as a wish catcher. While there you end up falling into the lake and when Hugh comes to save you the combination of the stars reflecting in the lake it mimics the wishing fountain in your dreams and then Hugh being right there in the same position at the same time makes you realize that he is the one in your dreams and that they aren't dreams but they're actually past life memories and you suddenly have a vision of an extended version of that same dream that you had and it plays in your mind and you can clearly see it's Hugh this time and he tells you that he wants to go with you to wish for eternal love at the fountain because he loves you so much then you come back to reality I remember when I first ever played this, because I've played this several times now, so I might not seem like that shocked, like, whereas, like, Lou, it was my first time playing it, so I was, like, really shocked by the plot points, but when I first saw this, I was like, 
Dude, it made me emotional, honestly. I, like, I literally emotional. teared up. I remember where I was when I first played this. I was on my lunch break at work when I worked at Orion, and I was like in Old Town Scottsdale, and I had gotten a burrito at America's Taco Shop, and I was like parked kind of by that Panera, and I was just like eating my burrito, and it was like on auto, and I just remember stopping eating my burrito and being like, I was emotional <laughs> about it because I was like, I was right. that's crazy. Like he's asking her to be at the emo like at this fountain, and like. It doesn't come up till way, way later, but if they do this, that means that they can't be with anybody else, just for context. Like, yeah. once you do it, even if that person dies, like, you cannot be with anybody else. And, like, this dream, you guys, it's, like, so powerful. Like, he's, like, coming up to her and, like, touching her back and, like, kissing her and saying, I love you so much. It's, like, sick. It, like, made my heart be, like, oh, my God, you had this with me and you're watching me go around with these Bang other gods. She's <laughs> back blown out. I felt horrific because he was not the first one I played. I also feel, I'll get to that when we actually do the ranking. I'm just saying, like, can you imagine, like, watching the former love of your life getting banged? It's but, heartbreaking. And here's the thing. Imagine her going with Tio and you're like, that asshole? <laughs> you threw away <laughs> us for him. And then, or I get this, oh, the dude with the toys? That's your man? <laughs> The only one, like, I feel like he has to be, like, okay, it's, like, Leon, because it's, like, he's so high up. He's, like, well, he I is, like... I think that's even worse, because he's, like, this great god who knew what you were going through. Like, I can almost excuse the others. I can, I can excuse Jason. <laughs> that's what I I think the only honest-to-god one that I can fully excuse to it would be is Scorpio, because he's new like to the god thing yeah and he's in a different really? department i almost can excuse anyone in a different department to be honest like i don't fully excuse them but like scorpio though the most because he wouldn't have been fully around for all of it yeah that i came and he's like i don't even know her or you like that scorpio was the first one i played he's a banger yeah, by the way so bad. it made me like tear up so i was like that's crazy i instantly felt guilty for ever touching another route i was like like I'm i whole, felt it in my soul i'm a harlot i literally was like i'm sorry i let it <laughs> Anyways, um, you come back to reality, and the second he realizes that you know, because he like saw you like just sitting there seeing it in your mind, like it's you can see it all over your face. <laughs> I can see it to you the future, future. Can you imagine just coming back, Poppy? Like, hey, you ever seen that show That's So Raven? That's what I feel like. <laughs> He's like, no. Anyways, he picks you up. It's like this romantic thing because you guys are like in the water and like he was like holding you oh, and then yeah. he picks you up and like the, the meteors are like falling and he like is walking out with you. All and I can picture is Ditty as dumbass Tio being like Timbo, Leo, and Tio were just sitting there like he's like, Yup. <laughs> Both of them are like, she knows now, like let's just let them be, like let's step to the side. And that when they said that, right here, I was like, oh, so you all know and said F you, we're going to date her now in your own routes. Wow. But anyways, he lets himself fully give in once you're back in the room in the cabin. And he's just like, he can't hold back anymore. He's like, my freaking God, it's my love of my life. Like, you're here. Um, MC is having mixed feelings, though. Like, because it's, like, dark and he's, like, holding her. Um, and after he notices that you're not really, like, reciprocating, like, the hug that he's giving you, he pulls away and he apologizes and he's like, is it all right if I just hold you for the night? Like, cause it's like a lot that this just happened. And then I promise like I'll lock away my feelings after that. Um, cause I can clearly see you don't feel the same way. I feel bad for her though, because yeah. you, you care about this person and he cares about who she was. It's not as though that, I think that he's conflicted at this point, but in her view, and it would be in my view, you don't love me, you love me because I hold a piece of that. Yeah. I think of it again in comparison, 
like Inuyasha's still going back to Kikyo, and Kagome's a reincarnated version of her. Yeah. So like for him, for Kagome, the struggle is like, do you love me because I'm me, or do you love that person? And yeah. I'm a reflection of that. And obviously Inuyasha proves later on, but like in the idea of like. The manga does it better, but it's like, if she made a choice that you could be with her, would you do it? And that's like a struggle, because what yeah. did you say? I loved her, and I didn't want to lose her. I just did. Yeah. So. You um, say that he can, but you feel really conflicted because of exactly what you're saying. You definitely do feel the same way about him. Like, you really do like him um, and love him, and you felt those feelings from that dream. But you feel like the person he loves isn't really you, aka you don't really connect yourself as the goddess of fate. You feel like a B-grade stand-in for the true love of his life. Yeah. Um, but on your own, you did fell for him in, or fall for him in the now. Can you imagine, too, like, the, com- the lack of confidence I have in our relationship, we would struggle for a long time. Because I would think about it a lot. Like, for me, am I a consolation prize? For me, though, like, as the time went on and like I started thinking about it more um I I can get into it more like when I do the ranking but I feel like it's her entire soul so it's like it's the full same soul it's not like a piece or a fragment of her and I feel like your soul is your highest self and your truest essence so she really felt connected to like her soul and her inner like she wouldn't feel so much like that's a different person because it literally isn't it's just her like in her previous life like when you do like a past life regression and stuff like that like it's you like you see yourself like so that's what got me a little bit torn about it i don't fully feel like she's wrong because i get her feelings too like i feel exactly how you felt too yeah but the more that i thought about it i was like but it's just her it's just her like it's her same full soul a soul is what breathes life into like our vessel so that's what got me it's just like these human memories she has it's like she can't really connect to her soul i guess but for me it's then it's associating that she couldn't be anything else like for me, the MC is now a new person with new life. Like, the soul it can be repeated and reincarnated, but she's not that person. Like, the way it comes off at first is that, again, I think that he genuinely feels for her. Like, yes, I love that person, but and that's your soul, but I love you. Like, it's not that I love yeah. just and the Yeah, that's past. important to happen. I feel like that is an important thing for him to come yeah. to terms with. I just, like, I feel like when it's just it's her same soul now having a human experience like that's how i view it like spiritually but anyways (laughs) it's like this is like a heavy route like it's a lot to think about and i also like that about it because it gets you thinking like it's definitely not basic um but anyways the next day when you return to the mansion hugh apologizes and basically refuses to answer any further questions about the past or further talk about like what went down and he becomes cold again like he was in the beginning only worse and in your hurt and confusion, Carno and Leon step in to explain to you the truth of what happened. Because, like, pretty much, they basically say everyone in the heavens knew what happened. Like, it was, like, a oh, famous so you, story. Y'all knew. Yeah. And you let me get banged. <laughs> and it's such a big thing. Because it's, like, I think it's, like, the only time where God is, like, sacrifices herself like that. So it's, like, it's, like, going to be in, like, the history books up there. So I think everyone would know. But anyways, yeah. they tell you that you were formerly the goddess of fates. You and Hugh were lovers and a famous couple in the heavens because you were so perfect for each other. However, one day, humans had reached a point that they were going to be destroyed because they had lost the ability to love. And because you as the goddess of fate loved humans so much, you chose your own destruction in order to save humanity and give them a second chance to like find love again. Not me. And that's when Hugh committed a sin. When he saw you do that, 
He sacrificed the stars in one of his eyes just to keep your soul intact so that you could be reincarnated and live again. And after she's fully filled in on this, he ends up being in the hall waiting for her and he's like, okay, let's talk. And he decides to just open up to her and apologize for shutting down earlier. And he talks about how much he loved the goddess and how she was the complete opposite of him, leading with her feelings instead of logic and systems. He confesses that the moment he saw you, he recognized your eyes and he just couldn't stay away from you, which again is sad for the other routes. But anyways, he does say that he won't confess if she actually looks like the goddess physically, which I thought that was like an interesting point. I'm curious, like, did you look like the goddess? Mm -hmm. Um, but when he mentions about her allowing herself to be sacrificed for humans, you say, like, I just don't agree with that statement and, like, the way that you're characterizing it. Like, you're saying that, like, my former self sacrificed and, like, she's a victim. And he was like, you really are her, aren't you? And it starts to play more into, like, the core confusion of this whole thing. Because it, is it really you that he loves or only, like, the past life that you had? but it's the same soul, so the whole thing is just a lot. He opens up that he can't see a loss as anything other than a loss. Even though you and the goddess can be happy about a short time spent together, he lets the loss of things overshadow it. And he's really like good at communicating that. It's like, he like tells her himself, like he like has analytically found out this about himself. And I liked that he shared that. I'll say too, the way that they go into detail about how this goes, it kind of somewhat sours on all the other ones because they keep it as like it's so specific to his but you would think that they would keep it across the board but she does like they say that she sacrificed but like a lot of the times it goes like it's like really unheard of that like the goddess is reincarnated like isn't that crazy like they don't know and it's like you very clearly do yeah so it is it's like clearly everyone would know about this thing that happened yeah. i mean she basically saved the earth from being destroyed like that's a pretty big deal um, but you finally start to see his feelings and you feel regretful and frustrated that we that he would have been abandoned like by your former self. Like the fact that you start to see like, okay, well, like you loved her so much. So the fact that she chose humanity over you, like I can see that, like I can kind of see where you're coming from. And you start to feel like, dang, he like the former goddess like that I was abandoned this man that I love. That scene ends with you wondering if gods grant the wishes of humans who grants the wishes of the gods? Then the gods end up having a little party later on, and there's some cute moments between the cast, but at one point Dewey brings up the fact that Hugh's mark is almost gone, so he's going to have to depart back to the heavens soon. So you start to get depressed about that. Hugh notices and follows you to the balcony to chat. He mentions that it used to be hard for him to be around you because you remind him of the past, but over time, he started to really love being around you and seeing you smile. Then there's a time cut and it's you and Hugh going on an outing. He takes you to all sorts of places that you want to go and you start to wonder if this is some kind of final date that he's like putting on for you. Because you've been depressed lately so he frames it as I'm cheering you up but you're like, is this like a final? It's final to me. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that it is. He basically tells you to go back to living your normal life. The sadness. How can I do that? <laughs> what? He says the sadness is only going to be temporary. Then he takes you back to the mansion, and on the balcony, he begins to glow. And before you know it, he just completely disappears. He makes it. They make it seem too that like when you're like, I'm gonna say goodbye. You're like, no offense, I have five other people I have to help. <laughs> I know. Like, like, I'm not gonna go away. Like a good example is I go. So I go and her obviously end up together. He chooses to stay on Earth, where the other ones also all are like 
in and out so that he can go and be with you. And for whatever reason, the gods choose not to leave. They're like, no, I'm cool with being here. Like, why? It's so weird. You talk about shit, why are you here? <laughs> I know, they hate it, and then they love it. Like, what is it? So, you go on pretty depressed after this, because he like literally just disappeared in front of you, and you're never going to see him again. Yeah. So, um, as you're, like, in your depression, like, it kind of echoes within the weather, because it starts raining a lot, and it's just, like, dreary. But you just continue to work... Um, with the gods who still have their marks as needed and work your day job. And then one evening you're at the mansion working with Tio um, when Zaglavis, god of Libra, comes in talking shit with scary music playing in the He's back. He's such a villain in it. It's so crazy. <laughs> and then the fact that they have the audacity, like, what if we build him a route? Yeah, it's insane. Vega explains that he's the minister of the Department of Punishments. He basically demands that you be handed over for disposal. And you're like, what? And then Leon steps in and is like, no, we need her here. Like, we're doing a thing here. <laughs> and Siglavis then says that your goddess self is awakening to a point that is going to be too much for your physical body. And on top of that, it is starting to throw the earth completely out of whack. Like, have you noticed it's been raining for like... He's like several a down days. killer every time. Now like, what's another solution we can find? But like, well, let's be still away in your powers a bit. He's like, let's kill her. <laughs> literally, he's like, I, he literally wants to murder her. So then he <laughs> drops a bomb that Hugh is actually up there in heaven trying to kill himself to save the earth. Calm down. <laughs> because the earth is getting thrown off by your feelings for him. I don't know how him killing himself would correct that, but I guess. That would make me worse. I don't know if you know, but the love of my life died. I'm going to be sad. Like, what? <laughs> So Zaglavis is like, no, no, no. I'm just going to go down and kill her so that we're good. So that's why he's come down to Here's kill you. Fact. He's going to kill himself more. <laughs> I know. That's a suicide fact. <laughs> that's the only one that actually makes sense. Like, four, four childhood friends died of suicide fact. <laughs> Literally. So that's why he's come down to kill you before Hugh can kill himself. I think he's kind of stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> because Hugh wouldn't need to anymore because the earth would be corrected as soon as she dies in Zig's mind. And he says you're going to die either way anyways due to your power. Because <laughs> even if like um, Hugh saves the earth again for you, like your power is getting too great for your body. So it's going to bust basically. He's like, Let me die, die that way, Dunham. <laughs> what? like <laughs> bust. But we gotta do something about Earth is in his mind. So, anyways, you say you'll refuse for the Earth to be destroyed. I like how they're like the Earth is gonna be destroyed. And you're like, no, it's not. I refuse to let that happen. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Tell me five things that you know what to do with the powers that you have. Because Zig is basically like listing the options that you have, and he's like, you're like, well, I refuse the option where the Earth gets destroyed, and I also refuse the option where Hugh sacrifices himself. And as you say that, you start activating your divine power. Like, you're like, She said, Ben 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said, um, have you ever seen Transformers? Because that's what's about to happen right now. Literally. I don't know what it's from, but I just think of, Holy Spirit, activate, activate. I think it's like that crazy lady that wants Trump to win. So she starts, like, doing yes. chants. Yeah. For whatever reason, it also makes you think where she's like, I'm going to be, like... I'm gonna turn into a car right now. I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't play all of Cupid Parasite, but like that's what that makes me think of. Yeah, it is. You're being extreme right now. So you start activating your divine power, and everyone's like, no, 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 that's too much. Like you're gonna die. Like didn't he just say that? And your power. She's done too. <laughs> Your power ends up going out of whack and opens up a dimensional zone, and you Trust go in us. there. <laughs> Stop. Stop that. <laughs> so, I'm 
Ich nur sagen. Aber anyways. Oh, what? Was das jetzt? So the ceiling looks like a dimensional zone. Oh. Because if you guys can see the ceiling, there's like just branches hanging from That's it. That's exactly what happened. But anyways, it looks like a psychedelic, like purple, like it's like basically a void, but like kind of weird. And when you go in there, Hugh appears inside and you begin to have a flashback to when you sacrificed yourself in the past. So it's like kind of just continuing the vision of like your past with Hugh. Yeah. Um, and then you see like when Hugh sacrifices I for you and it just like really hurts you like seeing it again. And then before you know it, you're actually at the wishing fountain in front of the actual Hugh. So like you end up at the fountain from the dreams that you've been having and then like Hugh is really there. Like it's not just a dream anymore. And he starts to tell you that it's really his fault this is happening. And then you start like wheezing and feeling weak and Hugh tries to heal you, but it doesn't help because it's like getting too much for your body. He was about to sacrifice his final stars and his good eye to save you and the earth, but then Siglav is busting again. And he said, Hater, says, dude. Hater. Like, I can say you with some girlies. Like, what? Like, you can stop. He loves him in his route. I'm I can't wait to play his because I feel like it's going to be interesting. But, anyways, he says the situation on Earth has changed. Um, even though you're no longer on Earth causing the issue because he thought it was you causing the issue, the Earth is still, like, in major crisis mode. So, like, killing you, like, wasn't the solution. Which he concludes, oh, no, no, no. He says, which he concludes, means you being alive anywhere at all in the heavens or otherwise is an issue. And he's like, so we gotta get her. Like, we're, we gotta like ask her right now. And he refuses to hand you over. And then Zig drops another bomb when he makes a little quip like, I wonder how much of this you knew would happen, Hugh. And you're like, wait. And oh, right, because she doesn't know his power. Yeah, and it's, it's really not that big of a deal, but it's like they make it seem like a big deal. And he's like, yep, that's right. Hugh's power is to see the future by touching someone's face. And Hugh says he can't see life and death though because then That's he'd want to shower. <laughs> because then he'd want to change something and like they can't be doing that, which like contradicts the fact that it's Lizard. But anyway, <laughs> that's just kind of an aside though because they like move on right away. Like they don't, there's no, yeah, no other. Because there is a calamity, so they gotta be like, wait. <laughs> so Hugh proceeds, um, anyways, turning into his god form and then he starts going for his eye. Just as Hugh's about to do something. What? Yeah. Never, yeah, he's like, it's even a CG. Like, it's yeah, like, gonna do it. And everyone's like, you're so extreme because that doesn't. The other thing that's crazy is they have no proof that'll work. Mm -hmm. They're just assuming that it will. Well, he does have the proof that, like, in the past when she did it, like, it worked. Well, I guess she didn't do the eye thing, though. She mm -hmm. just killed herself. She just killed herself. Crazy. Just as Hugh. Well, that's like how he would kill himself. Anyways. Just as Hugh's going to do something, your powers kick up again, and you confess that you love him, even if he's only doing it for the goddess's soul, you love him as you. Hugh then confesses that it's you too that he loves, like you in the now, and he's doing it for your future, and that the past is the past. And in this conversation, you oh, decide- so just like, just that's, See, that's why I felt so conflicted. I'm gonna talk about it in like the, the thing, but it's like, it's like, if they're the same person, like, oh, it's just like, I, oh, it is a mental conundrum. And in the conversation, you decide that there has to be a way for both of you to survive because you truly believe that we each can grant our own wishes. Like, she basically decides, like, we make our own luck. And so, like, when she had been thinking that before, like, well, who grants a god their wishes? Like, they do it themselves. And it's like, I can do it myself. Yeah. Anyways, the goddess of fate's soul begins to radiate, um, and you can actually hear her speak which is kind of weird because it's like it's supposed to be you but like i don't know like you hear words and she says some words about humanity being worth it and she doesn't regret her decision at all to like do this and then hugh confesses to you more clearly that he's in love with you and then at that moment the earth storms 
all begin to clear up, the king of the heavens appears and informs Hugh that this is his real sin was losing his ability to love and being swallowed up by sorrow and regret and not understanding the goddess's message. So that's why his scar actually, or his scar, his mark of sin actually disappeared at that point. So like all of that culminating, like finding his true love with MC and then the goddess like saying again that she doesn't regret her message, like kind of clicked for him. And then the king tells you that because your powers are linked with your heart, when you became sad he, that he left for the heavens, that's what threw the earth off of balance. And now that you feel confident in your love for him, the chaos on earth stops. So it's like was directly linked to her like heart being like sad or happy. The other gods have been like, wow, that's so unstable and bad. I know, like we can't just do this on whims. <laughs> then the king asserts that you dying would have been much, much worse for the earth. Looking at Zig. I would throw that in his face. And he literally, like, Zig basically needs to step off. And he's like, Zig is like, but she's a human and he's a god. Like, that's another sin in chapter three. Like, he's like, literally pulling up the rule book. And the king's like, it doesn't matter because they are bonded by faith. And then in this final chapter, the king gives Hugh a special ring so that he can visit Earth without any issues. Which, this is weird to me because the way they make it in Hughes is that as soon as, like, the mark of sin's gone, he needs to return to heaven because a god, full god with full powers being on Earth, would throw off all the balance of everything. And so he cannot be on Earth if he's full powered up. The only way they could be there is if they're, like, sinned and, like, disgraced. So that's not the case, though, in any other thing. Other than Leon's. Oh, and Leon's. The same way, because his power is so bad that he killed, mess with, like, the elements. But I goes and everybody else's, it doesn't happen. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and then also, like, even when she's finished their mark of sin, all 11 gods, other, other gods, like, uh, the 12th one would be with you in the heavens, like, protecting you. They're all on earth for weeks, months, days. Like, it's weird. Yeah, the king is like, I just lie, and I'm a liar. <laughs> but like within just this route like speaking just for this route it feels like a cute moment or whatever in a detail but yeah he gives him the ring so he can visit without any issues they said like you forge like your own way and you can go back and forth and then you and Hugh get some alone time in this garden with some little mushy lines a final CG I got the blessed ending and I will say that the CG's definitely I've read the CG's definitely fill this screen space better than some of their other games because you know how sometimes it's just like the, the guy there and then the background's like kind of blurry that was, yeah. Right. I feel like in this one, it's like a composed scene. Like, the CGs are quite nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is Hugh's route. So let me give you my ranking for it. So for personality, I gave him a 10 out of 10. His personality is very genuine to Aquarius, and it makes for a great love interest who you can really bond with. We chose Aquarius for a manager's personality in our game for this reason. It's a really great, like, personality yes. archetype yes. to go with. I like the fact that when he was cold to you, there was a genuine reason for it, hiding how close he actually was to you in a past life. And I loved how romantic he ended up being. He's very intelligent as well, so he's able to make creative quips that keep you on your toes, and like it's just like a mental equal for Insane. For romance, I also gave that a 10 out of 10. It's a dramatic romance tale with lots of heart pounding, chest clenching moments in here. Like we said we teared up and we, we really don't do that. Yeah. It was a very high level of romance because like the full plot was romance base with you. Yeah. Um, I gave the plot an 8.5 out of 10. I remember the first time I read it, it like completely blew me away and it was so different from any of the others and I truly, uh, romance that stands the test of time, but reading again for this review, I docked like a point and a half because I felt like the ending was a little bit rushed and consistent and some pieces were a little bit cliche, but overall it's definitely one of the stronger plots in the game. Like I'm not hating on it, I just like was trying to be fair. And then for Hugh, the love interest character development, I gave that a 10 out of 10 because 
because Hugh's character development was like just very, very good. He starts out cold, closed off to love. Um, a lot of them don't understand love, but like, yeah. He also, more than that, doesn't understand the goddess of fate's message and why she did what she did for humanity. And he ends up fully understanding it, learning to love again, and completely opening up to the MC. So it was like perfect. He learned all of the lessons he needed to. For the main character, I gave her an 8 out of 10. The main character's personality is sweet and she's a hopeless romantic. It really matches the goddess of fate's personality. Like the things that she says are like complete parallels to how the goddess of fate was based on like the back, the visions and stuff. The only reason I docked a couple points was because there was a little bit of confusion with the soul not really being her, but to me, like your soul is you, is your purest essence. And I wish she would have connected to it a little bit more, leaned into her feelings of like, feeling like she was the goddess of fate instead of having it be so separate and that Hugh needed to forget about his past love completely um, and learn to love her as a new person, which he did. And that is nice too, but at the end of the day, it is the same soul and a soul is what makes you alive. So it just was like, I was torn on it. Like, I'm not saying the way that they did it was bad. It's just like, I wasn't, I felt conflicted. I didn't feel like that was perfect. You know what I mean? So that's why I give it 8 out of 10. But yeah, that would leave my score for him to be a 46.5 out of 50. <clears throat> so for me, I did personally like for him 10 out of 10. I like that he's a smart ass. I love that he just like kind of like what was I love the, the banter between him and like other gods. I really like that again that they always just like care for each other. I think with him is that like he gives like he'll say something to her like I don't need your compliment and then take it or like I don't need to eat food but eats it and stuff like that and like listens to her. I think he's so that's the intelligence side of things. It doesn't remind me of manager like manager felt how he felt like I know I'm correct but then he's like I can see your point. Yes. And I really enjoyed that. I think that like being willing to admit like yeah like, I'm struggling and and so devoted like again I hate I know it sounds corny but like manager was is so dedicated to the mc the lengths that he goes for her that's how i see hugh like hugh does the same yeah to kind of cover up things or like do stuff because he still loves it's yeah. like true dedication devotion but yeah so i really like that for me the romance is about an eight out of ten i think i and i struggle very hard with like even though he says like i'm truly in love with you the thought is that like it took so long for you to fully get to that point. Like, do you? I think I would just struggle. Like, that's really what it is. And so yeah, think, like, it's very, it's confusing. It's, yeah. It's confusing. So that's how I thought. I think for me, the plot is a 10 out of 10. He was, uh, so Scorpio was technically the first one I ever read, but he was next. And I think, like, to me, Hugh was the secret true route. Like, this yes. was very much wrapped around his idea, like, his past, the present, like, everything was Hugh. So for me, it, like, carried it there and you can tell so much went into it because i mean not that way why she's here in the first place yeah her soul would not have reincarnated had he not sacrificed like literally one of his eyes like one of his power yeah and i think what i like a lot of, one of the big points about the plot even though i struggle with it on the romance side hugh and her were going to make an ultimate promise and to lose that was to have to basically like continue on knowing that the person you love is just out there somewhere and who knows like because they could have found her she could have been married and then he would have been like wow yeah that sucks it's that would have been really freaking hard <laughs> and so yeah so that's just like that with his development 10 out of 10 for me like hugh was so willing to go the distance and change and like he was closed off to not being closed off and being like I will still sacrifice if that means that you get to be happy, whether I'm here or not, because I now understand why you sacrificed. Yeah. Because I'm in the same spot and I'm going to do it. Though it was a little ill-guided because nobody asked me questions like, hey, how is this going to work out? Like, do some research. Yeah. Um, but, like, still, I like that. I think for me, well, I also give the main character 10 out of 10. And I like one of my favorite character moments of hers 
if she could have gone the other route and saying like despite that you love me for being in the past i'll take it she reminds me again of like kagome like i'm not kikyo i'm me so either you want me for me or like that's kind of where it's at and then she got she gets to hugh's level and she also calls you out like yeah oh well i did this and you thinking what you're like whatever you're trying to do is going to diminish what she did I get you being lonely though, and that sucks. So it's hard because it kind of calls back to like the woman thing, and so that's what made me give her like I liked it. So I gave I, overall it was a forty eight out of fifty for me. Yeah, I think my thing with it is just like when it comes to Kagome, everything she knows about Kikyo, she was told by other people. Like Kikyo feels like a complete other person to her, whereas like with this MC, like she herself is dreaming about it and feeling herself in these dreams. So that's like what it like was so confusing to me i just wish they would have made it clearer like how much of like how much of the memories of the goddess that she had because it seemed like she was getting all of them back so it was like mm. do you like merge those i don't know but yeah i don't, oh, know, I don't want them <laughs> she has at least like a good chunk of them but overall adding that together 94.5 out of 100 and hey the best throughout yeah and i would love 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 to hear your guys's opinion on these routes um leon and hugh because they're my favorite to like discuss and talk about with people yeah and i just feel like especially hughes it's like there's so many like elements to it so i'd love to know your thoughts yeah i think with this like again they had really great routes we obviously talked throughout the biggest issue the biggest issue that i have with these games is they obviously wrote them per route like mm -hmm. the route is the story and that screws up the lore for me it's so important that the lore and the rules are the same because then it makes it that like regardless of what happens with this character all of those things can still occur i think a cool option would be is like she obviously is on with this one so when they get to the sequel that they're rivaling how she's gonna do it because how they remove the mark is so significant so then all of a sudden it's like she's doing basic menial things to get the other ones that makes no sense because how is it doesn't, so intense yeah it doesn't make sense it's like literally the all of their marks of sin like it's revealed at the end that it was whatever they said they did was kind of a front and the true reason they have it is because they don't know how to love and the like i don't know yeah so for it to not be continuously the same throughout makes it hard so like again if you have a centralized thing that makes them meet and then they just have separate path it doesn't make it formulate but it means that like the rules can still apply yeah. So if you've ever played Evermore and stuff, you know like Daichi's character, what that's happening with that route, and then if you but if you play Minoru, whatever happened in Daichi still can occur. Without her being there, it just is how he would react to it. It's different. Yeah, so the only things that don't happen are things that were triggered by her choosing to be involved. Yeah. Like, but things that happen like outside of it, like so for example, I think I've used this like example before, but if somebody's dad gets in a car crash on like may 5th like that person's dad gets in a car crash on may 5th that's got nothing to do with you and that guy it's like that's just something that he's always going to deal with so like i feel like it doesn't make sense to like take that away I yeah know. it's super important so like hero all like the main part of um hero's route is that he wants to get on his own contract in every single route, that gets mentioned that he got he accomplishes out of it. it. Yeah, like yeah. I got into a new contract doing what I want to do. That never changes. Now, what happens between him and the MC? That's their romance, and that's the and the stuff. journey to getting there is like yeah, its own thing. But if you play managers, that journey still happens. It just is now their encompassed friendship versus the love of it because she's in love with somebody else. Right. But his route or his 
path never changes. It's still a current because that was the main entity to get there. Yeah, and even like with Kyosuke, there's something that happens with Kyosuke where there's someone that is looking for him, and that person is around looking for him in all of the other routes. So if you play it, you might pick up on that. But yeah. yeah. So I think like with that, I, I think that's important because the rules change so hard and fast. It goes from gods never die to gods die more often than you think. And like, um, they can be in the stars or they have to do a crazy thing to die. Like, if it's like you get cast out of the heavens, you instantly die. But in Leon's, it says that she fell from grace and then she was like sent back to the humans and she was never like, she's never going to come back to heaven. So the rules change and it makes it harder because it's like, what is a hard, like what is a rule and what isn't? And yeah, what's those, a hard and fast rule? Like Yeah, so then it's like, they clearly either A, had multiple people right? They probably obviously had multiple people They did, because right, it's not like, Voltage is a company. Like, yeah. they outsource things constantly. And like, that's why the backgrounds all don't match. Like, it's, there's a lot of things that bother me because I love this theme so much. So to see, even if Tempest get $2 million budget and everything consistent and additional gameplay and like fully voiced and like, this concept, I just feel like deserve the work and the money more. Like because even as Tempest, they wrap it up by saying that the, the basically it's like the way that the witch is in that is that the same way the king is in this. That they just have wind, so they can do whatever they want. Right, and even then, like yeah, they didn't necessarily do a great job with even if either. But I just like would have preferred this to be the the game that got all the top of the line are in the top of the line treatment I still think it's like amazing with what they did and the budget yeah. that they had like I love it but just like we've talked about too like we personally would love to like make a game of this theming but do it like the way that we would see yeah fit. um if you can speak or understand Japanese or like you're good at translating it for gameplay purposes uh, I definitely recommend like the Angelique Retour specifically because you're gonna get like better lore um amazing art and music and everything and like just like a, a same similar experience if you played this and you're like craving more yeah because i think uh, they had so much to tap into powers that would be associated with the guys and all that uh, yes the powers that they picked for each god not matching Crazy. that was such a missed opportunity like they could have gone off of like element they could have gone off of planet like so many different things that are associated with a zodiac sign that they could have pulled from and they just didn't <laughs> and i would have loved to see something like they have siblings so like they're the ruler yes. of that constellation but they're not the only one in the universe that would be that so there's it's proven that like some like Lou's a staff over the Sagittarius, but his adoptive father was first. So yeah, that means like they don't have to be linked to each other that way. Yeah, and then also if you, they can also be linked, like for example, you said yeah. in Scorpio, they have a baby together and it's a Scorpio. Like. So those are things that to tap in, like how that works. Let them have like have twins. Have it's a struggle, and it would have so much good plot behind it. But like that works. I know um, Kiroth, That's the one. He has a sister. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, so it's like, it's doable, they just don't. Yeah, they just don't keep it consistent, like, across. Like, I feel like some routes, like, they just, like, they just really shit the bet on, like, for lack of a better word. Like, Tio, for example, like, that was rough. Like, you're telling me, like, you could write Leon and Hugh and then Tio? Like, it just doesn't even deserve to be in the same game, in my opinion. Yeah. I think if they would have tapped into more of the past of Tio, like they tried to Jimmy Hammer in later. Yeah, they had an okay premise. They just needed to execute it better. That would have been the much better story because you have this guy, like, again, what they say and what happens, like, he's a fiend for attention. I'm like, he gets it. And I don't get that. But, yeah. you know, but that's the game. Again, I love it. I can play it leisurely. I think it was a great price on 
the Switch. I would play this game over and over again. After yeah. Stories and Specials are great too. I know we didn't cover those here, but like, yeah, I definitely recommend them. They're great. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for being on this long, long journey. It is yes. now 11:13 p.m. 12 hours. She arrived here at 10 a.m. So it's been a very busy day, and we might be looking a little rough. Well, <laughs> But yeah, I hope you guys are excited for more things from Latte and Foam. Yes. And we'll talk to you guys in our next podcast. Bye. Bye. Want more Latte and Foam? Check out youtube.com forward slash at Latte and Foam. That's L-A-T-T-E-A-N-D-F-O-A-M for more videos featuring Kayla and Yana discussing otome, anime, manga, and more. And don't forget to check out our latest Otome game, My Love For You Is Evermore. Search Evermore on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store to enjoy.